When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Broad Street LinkedIn. I'm Reed back on with Griff, and the Birds drop a very important game to one of the worst teams in the league. Um, I mean, there's so much on the line here. You know, we're one and four in our last five, had to claw to the last snap to beat the Giants, and we got beat up. I mean, we blew another lead up 15 this week, can't finish off teams because of bad play calling, and before I get into it more, what what are your first thoughts on the game, Griff? I mean, there's not really much to say. Um, you're up to three scores, or I guess, yeah, 15 points at half against, like, the second-worst team in the league. And it's you got to win the game. Too. Yeah, it's just um, – Yeah, horrible. I mean, horrible. Yeah, I think this scenario – Perfectly sums up our season, I think. I mean, 28 to 28, tie game. Cardinals go for the onside kick, which honestly was a great play call. I did this in Madden against you sometimes just so I can get the ball back. Honestly, a great play by Gannon here. Um, So, yeah, Cardinals do the onside kick, tied at 28 apiece. Penalty on the Cardinals has a starting at the Arizona 39-yard line. We're already in field goal range. A.J. Brown gets us to the Arizona 20. Holding call puts us at first and 20 on the Arizona 30. First down, QB draw, four yards. Second down, QB draw, negative three yards. We call a timeout with 2.46 left in our home stadium, and we draw a bubble screen to Kenneth Gainwell on third and 19, and Smitty gets hurt on that play, Devonta Smith. You just saw last week how Jalen and AJ won us the game on third and 20. And that's what we come up with. I mean, we have a 3,500-yard passer, two 1,000-yard receivers, and an 1,000-yard running back. And that's what we draw up. I mean, it's a joke. It's a, it's a joke. And A.J. Brown has every right to be furious right now. I mean, it's just how is that in the most important part of the game, QB draw, QB draw, bubble screen? It, it's just the same thing every week and nothing changes. And this, this is the best part. This – was a quote from Sirianni after the game regarding this play. I mean, the guy's just an idiot. He said, word for word, quote, I don't think that's conservative. If they're blitzing the gaps, you run a gap scheme. We could have thrown it, but we chose to run it, and it didn't hit. It didn't work. The screen, that's going to be tough to convert. The wind was blowing in our face there. We had to get in range. What does that even mean? Like, 
Oh, dude, I, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. And, I mean, is he on the hot seat this offseason? I mean, obviously it depends on the run in the playoffs, but, I mean, at this point, there's there's just – I mean, obviously I'm, we're still going to get up for the first round. If we win, we're still going to get up for the Cowboys games. But it's hard to see us beating any team in the league right now. And if we exit in the first round, is he gone? What do you think? Um, I, I don't think he's gone because in three years he's given you three playoff – two playoff – or three playoff appearances and a Super Bowl appearance. Um, but accountability is huge, and it seems like he might be kind of covering for Johnson, but it's too late in the season for that, you know. And we've been it's been the same issues every week, like you said. Um, and he looks like an idiot doing that, and he has, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was just a pathetic game. It was it was just this this season's just turning into a wash, you know, because yeah, you, it's you needed to win basically three games to get the one seed at 10 and one, maybe four. Probably um, three, honestly, at this point. And, and they're not going to, and they couldn't do that. And against yeah. terrible teams. And it's yeah. like, Oh man. And, and you know, the thing is we're not a playoff team. Like if you look at the reason we're in the playoffs is the first 11 games of the season. And yes, we went 10 and one and those 10 games have got us to the playoffs, but we look like we can't beat anybody right now. I mean, every game coming down to the wire, our only win is against the Giants, and that came down to the last freaking play. I mean, dude, it's it's incredible. I, I I don't know what to go from here. Shout out Max Delente. Pardon my take, stealing this from him. But Sirianni seems like a, a coordinator merchant. I mean, I mean, the biggest thing is seeing what Steichen's doing with this Colts team. But he must he must have been the entire offense last year. I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense. If your head coach stays and the offense looks so much worse and so different, I, I just – it had to have been just Steichen, Steichen's offense. That's the only thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Hurts doesn't look comfortable. Obviously, our, our top skill players are pissed. And then also, like, did Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jason Kelsey all play their last game in the link? And that was it. Oh, my God. Because they easily could be. I mean. Yeah, we're not playing a home game the rest of the season. So Yeah. yeah I mean, this this is just who the Eagles are. This is our identity. I mean, that's how it's been all year, and we've been making excuses all year. Because, obviously, you know, we're fans. We, we pull for our guys. We want to believe. Like, I, I would do anything to believe right now. But. This is just who they are. I mean, well, they go up 21 6 and their defense. I mean, they still were getting the ball ran down their throats. I don't know. It, it It's. They just have to be better. I mean, like, the defensive the, line doesn't do yeah. anything. Oh, my God. I was going to. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about that because, you know, we talked about this last week. You know, what is up with our D line? What is up with our D line? And this is the first week where it's like, holy shit, our D-line is atrocious. Like, you see these young guys, you know, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis are playing phenomenal at the beginning of the year, and they're getting less and less snaps. And it's like, what are we doing with our conditioning? Like, why are these guys so gassed? And I get that we're playing so many snaps a week, and that's on our offense, but it's just I, – I don't know what to do here. Our, our D-line is doing nothing. It's where all our money is at. I mean, let's look at some stats here. 
The, the last eight games, we've given up 150 rush yards a game. I mean, we haven't stopped a running back in two months. James Conner looked like Le'Veon Bell out there, just waiting, 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 and hitting every hole. And, I mean, the Cardinals, they had 32 first downs this game. That's the most first downs they've had in the game since 2008. This Cardinals team that just beat us, the three and, well, now four win team, put up 32 first downs against us. I mean, the second half was miserable. They had four drives. First drive, 10 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Second drive, nine plays, 77 yards, touchdown. Third drive, eight plays, 77 y- or 70 yards, touchdown. And the last play was 77 plays, 75 yards, and a touchdown. They didn't punt all game. The Arizona Cardinals did not punt at the link on Sunday. That's so bad. <laughs> like, it's just, I, you, we can't beat anybody. And the time of possession, man. 40 yeah, minutes to 20 yeah. minutes. They beat us in every category. Yeah. The Cardinals averaged 18 points a game going into this game, and they doubled it. And then looking at us on offense, we had 23 rushes for 91 yards against the worst rushing defense in the National Football League. Swift had 13 carries. I'm not even going to say it. You know what I want to say. Um, what's what's the biggest blame here? Or give me the top. I, I think it's been coaching. I think it's been coaching all year. Um, Hurts, now Hurts kind of did what he's asked to do. I mean, it doesn't seem like it just seems like we're not putting ourselves in position to win. Like it doesn't seem like Hertz is missing reads or missing throws. He didn't turn the ball over till the end. Um, it, I mean, it's pathetic to watch this team go from 10 and one to 11 and five. It's so predictable though. When you, when we get these huge, huge favorites, you know, no shot they lose and they lose. Yeah. It's just, I mean, speaking of predictable, my uncle was ranting about this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day when we celebrated. Um, we're just so – I mean, we, we've talked about it a whole year, so it's nothing new, but we're so one-dimensional. Like, he, the defense just knows what we're doing before we do it. And it's almost like I'm watching a coach who has been taught, like, the basics of football and basic strategy, and that's, like, exactly what they're implementing. We go up 21-6. to 6, off luck. I mean, that's Sidney Brown pick six. And then that's when they start running the ball. It's like every game, the reason why we don't step on teams' throats and close it out is we go up, not running the football, and then we decide we're just going to run it like the majority of plays. And it's like, well, obviously, that's what they expect. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, it's just – it's so frustrating. I Brian Johnson needs to play like Madden against people to figure out play calls. I, I don't know. And – the only positive I have right now is that, look, you genuinely have no expectations, Eagles. You have zero expectations. Get mad at whoever. Get mad at us. Get mad at the fans. Everyone's turning their back on you. No one thinks you have a shot. Even your fans are giving up, the most delusional psycho fans in, in the country. So I don't care what it takes. Get mad at us. Get mad at whoever. But. No one believes in you right now. No one thinks you're even going to win in the first round. So that should give you some sort of fire, some sort of motivation to want to go out there and prove yourself. But it's not even like like our roster is so much more talented. And we, I said it last week, we just 
looks so slow and tr- groggy out there. And they just outplayed, out hit, out muscled us. Yeah. Barrett Brooks was talking about on post game live, you know, O lineman. He's like, if I saw these guys, especially in the trenches, just getting pushed around like they were, he would lose it on the, like, it's just the effort, the physicality, it's just gone. Everything's gone. And I, I don't know what, I mean, you've got to hope that we're going to beat whichever bum team comes out of the NFC South. But after yeah, moving I mean, to the second, Buccaneers. Yeah, it's probably be the Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty much a lock unless they lose to the Panthers and the Saints win, which probably won't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, all you can do now, like we've been saying, is just hope they figure something out. But it's hard to believe in anything right now. No, no, it's I. Um, I have no faith in this team. You know, even if you win Week One, the playoffs. You go to San Fran and what? Get your ass kicked? Yeah. Like for what? So I don't know. I I am I'm on the. This team uh, has some serious issues that aren't they aren't going anywhere. Um, no. And the worst part is, it's almost like we've been saying the same things we're saying right now all year, and they just. I mean, it's not even. It's obviously it's not just us. You know, obviously we're not the biggest Eagles podcast in Philly, but. Literally everyone, media, radio, podcast, Instagram, Twitter, everyone's been generally around the same ideas. And Nick just refuses. I mean, obviously you shouldn't listen to the fans, but I guess he just refuses to even consider what, what's been saying because we know he listens. The clown calls in the WIP all the time talking about, oh, I want Jonathan Gannon to feel so uncomfortable. Stop calling in the WIP, figure out a good game plan, and win us a football game, man. I mean, oh, I'm losing my I'm losing my brain here. So give a give me a give me a percentage chance that I don't know. Give me one for each week. What do you think it is? We make it to the NFC Championship. What do you think it is? We make it to the Super Bowl. So our NFC Championship route would probably be Bucks, Niners, Cowboys. Um, I'd say less than a 10% chance that we make it to the NFC championship. I mean, I, <laughs> we'd have to win in San Fran, then turn around and win in Dallas. Yeah. Um, so real quick, one thing, like I said before, look, we're delusional psycho fans, but the one scenario I drew up in my head where I'm like, we actually might be able to do this is if somehow L.A. or Seattle beats Dallas. I know it's a big maybe, but we've seen Dak lose to Seattle before in a playoff game, and we know that that clutch gene is yet to be proven from Dallas. So if we get the Rams or Seattle or whoever sneaks into those six, seven spots to beat Dallas, then that team will go to Arizona. Sorry, not Arizona. Then that team will go to San Francisco. Yeah, I, I think our best bet is the Rams upsetting the Lions if they're that sixth seed. If the Rams win this week, right now it's the Packers at the seventh seed. Um, I could see Packers beating Dallas maybe. Um, that's tough in on turf, but I think the Rams could beat the Lions and then we would play the Cow- – I mean, still, either way, 
Yeah. No, that's why that's I know what you're thinking, and that's why I said this is like the only scenario that would work. It's so the Cowboys. Exactly. Yeah. Even in that case, we're still like on the road in Dallas, on the road in San Fran. If we play on the road both those weeks, it's over. It's chalk. So I was like, man, the only way we can we can have some life here is if the Cowboys get bounced in the first round. But and then somehow, let's say the six and seventeen wins. That we win, we'd have a home playoff game. Yeah, that would be sick. That might be uh, that might be the Lincoln Financial Locks play, <laughs> which is crazy. We play the Rams at home, <laughs> which I I literally I was saying this at the family gathering too on New Year's Day. I was like, dude, I am terrified of either LA or Seattle as well. I mean, if we go up against LA again, we know what Stafford can do. Our secondary was better when we played them. Yeah, if we play them now. Higby would shred us in the middle of the field. Puka and um, Tutu and Cup. Would just, I mean, yeah. I'm terrified of anyone, honestly. That's why yeah. I'm trying not to have hope, but I can't help it. I, I was looking at all the scenarios. I was like, how can we make this work? Um, yeah, I mean, anything can happen in the playoffs, but uh, Eagles don't look good. No. All right, well, uh, to close it out, why don't – we give a Super Bowl prediction before week 18. All right. For the AFC. It's hard not to say Ravens. It's hard not to. Um, I just think if the Dolphins get the five seed, they could. I think the Bills are going to end up winning that division. But um, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Ravens. I'm not going to overthink it. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens, and then I'm going to go Lions. Lions. I'm going to go Lions. I like that. I think if it goes Cowboys-Lions in the second round, I think the Lions win on – I think they already should have been Detroit, once. yeah. No, that would be in Dallas. But I think on that – I think they're so good, like in a dome. Um, and then it comes on the NFC Championship, you know, Niners-Lions. I don't know. I just – I like the edge to the Lions, even though they'd probably be – Pretty big dog, but and who's the winner? Oh, the Super Bowl? Yeah. Ravens beat the Lions. Ravens Ravens. beat the Lions. I love it. Um, I hate that I'm picking this because anytime anyone's ever asked me for a prediction, I always say the birds. But um, you know, we're podcasters now, so we gotta think with our head straight. (laughs) Eagles aren't making the Super Bowl. No, I know. I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna take the Niners out of the NFC, and I'm going to take the Bills. I also think they're going to win that division out of the AFC. And I just hate the Niners, so I'm taking. I, I, I'm going to take the Bills over the Niners Super Bowl. But Bills, um, Bills are a sleeper. Um, I mean, they have a great chance to win the division on Sunday. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and if any team's used to playing in the cold. I, that's, dude, that's another reason why if, if Miami doesn't get if Miami slips to the wild card, they I give them a zero percent chance of winning the Super Bowl. Honestly. Well, they play the Jags probably in the so then if but, they play the Jags, but then, then they're going to, on the road into either, into Baltimore, into Baltimore, Baltimore. But Cleveland, Cleveland might. Yeah, actually. Oh wait, no, they play. No, they play the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Yeah. I just think we're I, – I don't know. I 
I'm I've been low on the Dolphins all year. I, I just can't see them winning big games. But yeah, that's 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 uh Broad Street LinkedIn's Super Bowl predictions. So come back in in February and see if we nailed it. But um yeah, uh tough week to be a Philadelphia fan. I don't even have any words of encouragement. It's just terrible. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you tune in on Wednesday for our preview and Friday for our Lincoln Financial Locks. And as always, go Birds. Go Eagles.